I don't know a goddamn thing about the Calgary Flames, so this is going to be a great podcast. That makes two of us. <laughs> Welcome to checking out the competition, Calgary <laughs> Flames, which this is going to be a great podcast. I already know it. We are joined by, I always say that people are my favorite people because oftentimes when I talk to them, I'm like, oh, hey, I really like that person. But genuinely, Mark is my favorite person to do these podcasts with. Mark, how are you doing? I'm fabulous. And it's a mutual admiration society going back and forth here, because what did I tell you the other day? I have two favorite podcast days a year, and that's when we get to hang out and podcast. So, yeah, the, the feeling is the feeling is mutual. And Mark, of course, is the site manager for Matchsticks and Gasoline. I always fuck up the name of that blog, but I didn't do it that time. So I feel like that's we're not. You know which one I always mess up is uh, whose team is it? I forget. It's Jappers Rink or Jasper's Japer. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know who's who's Japer. Like, like, I don't get it. It's like it's like an obscure reference to like. The dude that started the site, whose name is JP, okay. it's very esoteric. It's like way too niche for the name of a Washington yeah. Capitals hockey blog. Thank you. It's a Capitals. I was in my head. I'm like, who the hell is that? And yeah, some of them, I'm like, I'm like, where did you come up with that name? Ridiculous. Litterbox Cats is my favorite. It, uh, that one, I talked to the Panthers last year about it, and I got the explanation behind it, and it's awesome. It was it's, like, what is the, it was like a. The Panthers were so bad, they sucked so bad, the guy wanted to just be like shit in the box or something like that. And like that was how it came up. Like, this is awesome. Like, I love it. It's very funny. Okay. I probably okay. So anyway, yes, I write about the flames. So the flame. Um, why don't you tell us everything that happened this summer? Because it was kind of a big summer for the Calgary Flames. People say that, but it seemed like they didn't do a lot. Like most of the players stayed intact, you know, they didn't really do much. Um yeah, no. Um, the 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 kid number thirteen, he left to go play in a you know on an obscure team in the middle of a I think Ohio or Illinois somewhere. I don't know Indiana. Uh, Midwest. We don't. Yeah. Like, it's funny that he went to a place that when they score a goal fires off a cannon, which scared him the whole entire time. Yes, we're talking about Johnny Gaudreau. Johnny left Calgary because he loved Calgary and he was going to stay in Calgary forever because he and his wife loved the city and his family loves it. I'm not bitter. And I promise I'm not, I get it. You make family decisions. Johnny left and went to Columbus and we wish him the best of luck um, playing in Columbus. Um, but no, honestly, I, Johnny left. Um, I think we kind of saw that one coming. Um, you know, contract talks weren't going anywhere. When you turn down the most money from the team you currently play for, in the middle of a province in the plains near mountains where it's cold 13 months a year. You know, we think we can all kind of see the writing on the wall. So yeah, Johnny left. Um, and then the the resident pest, uh, Matthew Kachuk, decided that I think Kachuk knew like when he signed that quick little bridge contract that he was never coming back to Calgary. Mm. Um, so so yeah, he left and he's in Flo Rida right now. Um, but um, Calgary got a nice little return though for Mr. Uh, Kachuk. You know, we, we got Jonathan Huberdeau, who's, um, we'll say, um, struggling, will be a good way to describe him right now. But Mackenzie Weger's been fine. And, you know, I expect Huberdeau to, once he finally gets settled into a Daryl Sutter system, because it's a very different system. It was invented in 1635. And it's just, <laughs> it's tough if you were born after 1980 to understand that system. But it's defensive and it involves back check and fork check and being, you know, hockey terms heavy. And all that other stuff. So, um, yeah, he's got to learn to play a little more defensive hockey. I don't think we expect 115 points out of him. So, uh, you know, just 
don't be as bad as you are right now and we'll be okay. It's okay. What else happened? What else? Who else came in? Uh, they, uh, let's see. Oh, and Nazem Kadri. That was a nice little pickup. He's been amazing. Um, I, I am literally forgot that you guys got Kadri. Oh, every game I'm like, thank God he's here. Oh my God, they'd win like two games if he wasn't here. Um, he's been just amazing. He's like slid right in and fit in perfect. I could not be happier. Uh, they did, uh, Calgary traded Sean Monahan. Uh, kind of bittersweet to see Monty go. Um, but, you know, he was not really um, a good hockey player for like the last four seasons. A lot of it had to do with injuries. Like one year, I think he played through like wrist and soldier. soldier. He's a soldier now all of a sudden. Shoulder surgery. And um, also had like a sports hernia. Like he was a hot mess. Mm. You know, so he was like that operation game where like they were just, you know, you're pulling things out of him and putting things back in him. Like he, so he just never, it just the last, you know, three or four seasons were tough for Monaghan. So, you know, they finally found a, a, a trading partner in the Canadians and sent him to Montreal and scored a goal in his first game. So good on Monty, but, you know, kind of, you know, kind of needed a change of pace, I think, change of scenery. So that, yeah, that was the big summer. And of course, the biggest, biggest news of the whole summer was, um, Daryl Sutter being named the second best or second sexiest coach in the NHL, which I'm assuming they were at a senior center for the blind when they took that poll. But, you know, hey, good for him. Good, good on you, big guy. You know, that was a very interesting thing. I can't remember who was first. I know it wasn't Bruce Boudreau because he joked that, thank God, nobody put him first because he wanted everybody's eyes checked. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I thought he handled that well, you know, but. Yeah, I don't. I but the fact that Sutter was number two, I was like, wow, man. Wait, hold on. This is very important information to me personally, so I'm going to look it up. You, you're going to look it up. Fantastic. I'm, 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 I'm going to mute myself so no one hears me typing. Yeah, I just think the first 15 articles I wrote this summer, or even preseason stuff, was like, you know, the second best looking coach in the NHL brings his team to Vancouver for a preseason game tonight. <laughs> Or, you know, something like that. So, yeah, that was the Flame Summer. Uh, sexy coach um, and players coming and going. I mean, who else did they lose? They lost Eric Branson. That was kind of a big loss, but he went to Columbus as well. Um, but, you know, they brought back my man, Nikita Zadora, gave him a two-year deal, so that was good. Um, you know, it's uh, same two goaltenders, which is good, Markstrom and Vladar. So, you know, it's, you know, changes, but, you know, for maybe for the better, maybe, at some point. I don't know. All right. Before we move on to those inconsequential things, I need to talk a little bit more about this Daryl Sutter second coach in the NHL. So the list is I'm going to give you the top five. Jay Woodcroft from the Oilers. Yeah, whatever. Daryl Sutter. Derek Lalonde from the Red Wings. John Hines from the Preds. Paul Maurice from the Panthers. Now, I know that I'm a weird person. Not a one of them would make my top five of the hottest coaches in the NHL. I have so many questions. I'll be honest with you. Like, a lot of it, I looked at the list. I'm like, I don't even know what that guy looks like. Because I don't pay attention to the coaches. There are you know? so... I struggle to know what any NHL player looks like. Um, even Flyers. Like, there are... I would say every single time I see Patrick Brown, I think to myself, oh, that's what Patrick Brown looks like. I never remember. If you put a gun to my head, I couldn't tell you, like, probably a solid 90% of the NHL. Who are these people? I have no idea. For some reason, well, if, coaches, I can remember their faces. See, it's like Calgary. If you lined up Brett Ritchie, Blake Coleman, and Jacob Markstrom, and I told you to pick which one was which, you'd have no idea. They're like the weirdest set of triplets ever. 
like they look the same <laughs> like like the only like real flame that stands out is like chris tanev and it's because he's got that long hair and he's got like i think negative four teeth you know like, he's just he's, like he stands out because he smiles and you're like dude how much money do you make go to a dentist get a partial do something like so like those guys stick up but yeah you line up those other three and you're like i don't know who either of you are one of you is a goalie, one of you is a bottom six forward, and the other one you're supposed to be good. So, I, you know, whatever. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. I just, you brought it up, I and know. I had to look. No, not- they're all the same. They're missing teeth. Someone's got a black eye. Someone's got a cut on their face. Someone's got stitches. It's what it is. Bruce Boudreau is 16, dead in the middle. Good for him. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe what they're telling you is it's like being the best-looking person at the ugly person contest. It really doesn't matter. Hmm. I would I would still like to be the best looking person at the ugly person convention. I think that would be nice. That'd be nice something to take home. Like I got my plaque. Like yeah, like the the ugly person convention. I feel a little bit shitty about myself because I was invited to the ugly person convention. However, I won. Yeah, I won. (laughs) Least ugly person at the ugly person convention. Something to hold on to. I think so. I guess. guess. All right. So the Calgary Flames, who play hockey, um, Mm -hmm. they are. We were mentioning before we technically started this podcast um, that they have almost precisely the same record as my stupid Philadelphia Flyers. They are seven, six, and two to the Flyers, seven, six, and three. I'm not sure which of those is better, to be quite honest with you. I guess yours, one fewer loss. Uh, Yeah, but like ours, the Calgary's thing has come in such a weird spurt. Like they won five in a row to start the season, they're amazing. Then they like lost seven in a row, and now they won. They can win three in a row if they win tonight over the the Tampa Bay Lightning Bolts of Florida. Um, <laughs> you know, and and I really hope they wear those awesome reverse retros with the clouds and the lightning that just make them look like giant idiots. Like I just can we talk reverse retros later because I got some yes. I got some stuff I need to get off my chest. But yeah, um, you know, it's it's such a weird team. It's like they. They played so well at home, then they stunk it up at home, and then they just stunk it up everywhere. And I don't know, I, I don't know how to I don't know how to figure out this team because Daryl Sutter is like just literally every day takes the lines and goes, ah, let's try this. So it's a, hey, Milan Lucic, you haven't been a top six forward in 10 years. You know what you're gonna be for the next month? A top six forward. Yeah, you're gonna skate with two of our fastest skaters. We're gonna put you up there with them. And it's totally not gonna work, but we're gonna keep doing it because, you know, uh round peg uh triangle hole. You know, like, it's just not like it's I don't get what he's doing. He's so into the veterans of like Trevor Lewis and Brett Ritchie and Canton Mass, woo, his own Kevin Rooney, um, who got beat up in a fight at the Bruins game the other night in front of his family, which must have been awkward. Uh, but he, like he just he's constantly like just taking these guys that like are just plugs. And there's nothing wrong with plugs. I love Luch. I do. I think Luch is fantastic. I think he serves an awesome purpose for this team. But like. Not in the top six, dude. You're like a fourth line. And the fourth line was good with him and Richie and whatever, and Rooney. They were good because that's all they are is the fourth line. You don't need them to be heroes. Yeah. You can't put him in a position where he has to be a hero, Kelly. I don't like it at all. Okay, so what? what – before we get into how they completely fell apart, what was going well for them to start the season? Uh, defensively, they were fantastic. Um, they've – they had some issues with their defense. Michael Stone, Oliver Shillington, we'll start with him. He's out. Um, 
with a personal issue with he's on IR. The Flames haven't said what it is. They've only said it's family related. And like, that's been the only update. And I think I can respect that if it's a family thing that he doesn't want out there. Totally get it. Mm-hmm. But the Shillington was, you know, going to be a, he was going to be a top four defenseman for them this year and he's gone. So Michael Stone, who I always joke has nude pictures of Flames management somewhere. That's why he keeps getting contracts and coming back to play with the Flames to sit in the press box and eat popcorn and make $2 million a year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he got hurt, so he's out. Um, and then Tanev was out for a little bit, and that's where things started to fall apart. Because you were looking at, you had Noah Hannafin, who's been fine, and you have, I love the big Russian. Like, Nikita Zadorov is just like, he's my favorite. I know he takes some penalties, but as I explained to somebody, he's eight foot 12. He's got a 14 foot stick. He's going to trip people. It happens. Um, you know, he's been, he's actually been probably Calgary's best defenseman. Uyghur's been good. Um, but then they've been just, you know, like the other night, they had Nick DeSimone and, guy who plays defense out there you know like they have the, they've just had to like plug guys in here and there thankfully Tanev's back and i think that's been what's helped them um huberto struggled uh you know like we mentioned earlier coming here to adapt to a new system so that's been a little tough you're obviously you're losing points in goudreau and kachuk you know that's yeah. a lot of goals and a lot of assists to replace but however daryl sutter teams are known for winning three to two and you know two to one those type of games playing heavy big checks good four check good back check you know but you know, Nazim Kadri's done really well for Calgary. And I think, you know, Elias Lindholm has finally figured out who his line mates are. And he's got a nice little surprise on his top line that's been a huge surprise to the Flames fan base. And it's it's gone really well. So um, he's got a new line mate that he's uh, thoroughly enjoying playing with. And it's a kid, Adam Ruzitska, who I think he has like four points in his last two games or three games. Um, big kid, can hit, can skate. Um, you know, he's playing... Lindholm uh, on that top line and Huberto was up there and Sutter kind of took a subtle shot the other day. He's like, yeah, Lindholm's playing well because he's enjoying the people he's playing with on his line now. I was like, ow, oh man, can't say that. (laughs) Hello? So, um, yeah, I think, you know, the good at the start of the season was everybody was fired up, things were good, and then I think, you know, it fell down once players got hurt, but now I think everybody's kind of settling in. You mean, you think, like, you, you lose two major cogs in your team. I mean, yeah, it was Kachuk was what, like 102 points. You you lost like 117 points or so between him and Gaudreau. Like that's a lot to replace, you know. So I think I think it takes time for these guys to gel, and they you know the fan base and everybody needs to understand that you know the Flames might not be good right away, and they might have to you know struggle for a little bit. But these people will gel. They're like Jonathan Huberto was not a bad hockey player. You no, know? no, so it's really good. You know? So yeah, and they they need Andrew Mangiapane and Dylan Dubé to start stepping up again as well. I was going to ask about Manjupani because just looking at the the box stats, his numbers are lower than I would have expected because if I recall correctly, he was very, very good last season. Yeah. He's also been bounced around too. Like he's not, you know, he hasn't been given a chance to see him up. Yeah. I would like to see, I'd like to see him up top, you know, put him up with Lindholm and um, Rosicka and see how that works. Cause that line would fly, you know, and then you can have, Cadre with Huberto and you know Dubé or whoever it doesn't matter you know it's just it's they need to just find something that works and yeah. then things will start to play. Okay, so I know Daryl Sutter is like objectively a good coach, so this is probably mm-hmm. a stupid question, but do you think yeah. it's possible just like looking at this lineup that playing a defense first system? is not precisely what this group of players should be doing if they're going to win a whole bunch of hockey games. Like, they're just yeah, I think that's a lot of guys that, like, if you just let them go, 
would probably score a lot of goals. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. Um, it's you know it's kind of hard to take guys like Kadri and Manjapani and Dubé and Lindholm and probably even Huberdeau and be like, look, you guys are really good skaters. Like Huberdeau's hands are ridiculous. Like watching him pass the puck, it's unbelievable. That little spinorama thing that he does, like gets everybody every time. Like I think it is tough. Like maybe you adapt to the players you have, not try to make the players adapt to your system. Or maybe there's even a happy medium. You know, it's not like they can't score goals. They hung six on the Kings the other day. I mean, they hung on. It was six five. They ended up beating them. Um, but you know, they can put the puck in the net. But I also don't think that this isn't a running gun. You know, Johnny and Matthew team that's you know going to allow you to be like, oh, we can. Oh, we're down by three. That's fine. If this team's down by three, you're like, well, there's always tomorrow. <laughs> you know, they're not exactly they're not exactly a team that seems to be built to come back and they love giving up leads. Looking <sighs> at goalie numbers, they don't they're look great. No, they're not good. Jacob Markstrom's struggling. Yeah, another thing that is surprising to me, a person that pays no attention to the Calgary Flames until we do this podcast. Um <laughs> But I mean, it sounds like a lot of the, it's like a lot of the Flames fan base. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Last year he was really good, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he finished second in the Vesna Trophy yeah. uh, race last year. It's something's off this year, and I don't know if it's new defense partners in front of him. Um, you know, they do spend a lot of time on the penalty kill, and the penalty kill is pretty good. So he just he gives up soft goals early, and then you know, then it's like, all right, you're you have a one nothing lead. Now it's one to one, and then they score, and it's two to one, and it's like, all right, we got to come back or. You know, the Flames the other night, they had a 6-3 lead on the Kings, and we're like, ah, oh, it's got to be easy. They're going to cruise to victory. And you're like, oh, my God, stop letting goals in, please. It's the Kings. They're not really that good. Their record says they're good, but they're horrendous against their own division. Like, what are you doing? And it's just like, but then he makes this nonsensical, ridiculous cross-crease, like, split punches out his blocker and stops Anze Kopitar from, like, six feet out with his gorgeous blocker saved. And you're like, well, why can't you catch the one that, like, knuckle pucks and hits your hand? Like, how is it possible you can make the most amazing save, but you can't make the routine save? And that's what it's been right now. It's like, there's something, something's off, like where he has like two good games and you're like, oh, he's back. And then you're like, no, oh, we suck again. You know, like he's, yeah. he struggles. So it's like, there's no consistency right now. And Dan Vladar has been fine. He's just been hung out to drive by bad defense penalties, odd man rushes, you know, like I, I was at the Bruins Flames game the other night and I watched Vladar and he looked amazing. Like he played so well, but they just at times don't generate offense for their goaltenders. Hmm. So you um, mentioned you mentioned the penalty kill is mm-hmm. good. Yeah. How's the power play? So Johnny Gaudreau's in Columbus and Matthew Kachuk's in Florida. Uh, the, <laughs> Are you saying this had an effect on the power play? Yes. I always say, yes. The PP is bad. Uh, the power play is not very good. By the way, I'm always going to laugh at that because I'm seven years old. Every time I tape it, I'm like, why, why can't we just call it power play and spell it out? Um it's just the power play is not very good. It's struggling mightily. We're going back to the days where like um, three and four years ago, we used to joke, be like, oh, you know, Edmonton, two minutes for roughing. We're like, don't worry about it. Let them play. We're better five on five. We'll, we'll, we'll turn down the penalty. We don't want the power play. Oh, I know. Um, you know, and that's kind of how I feel like the flames are right now. There's nothing clicking. I mean, and again, when Lucic is on your second power play, like, and there you go. I hate to dog on him because I do like him. I'm just saying I don't think number 17 belongs on the uh, second power play unit, but call me crazy. But then again, they probably don't have anybody else to put that. So the power play is definitely struggling. If it makes you feel any better, the Flyers for the last few games have been playing Zach McEwen on the second power play unit. Yeah, there you go. We're even. Maybe we'll get to see both of those units go. That'll be fun. Noted <laughs> goal scorer. 
Zach McEwen. Yeah. Got you one out there. Yeah, it's noted. Yeah, Brett Ritchie, career what, like 12 point a season guy? Yeah, power play. Okay, I'm out. Right. See, you, see, you, see you next summer. Okay. All right, I have a few more serious hockey questions before Go this whole thing devolves into a bunch of nonsense. Um, you mentioned uh, Adam Ruzichka yep. as a kid that's playing well. Is there anybody else that we might not know about that looks good so far? question no um i mean they haven't really done like connor Mackey's played a little bit um on the on defense on the back end he's been okay like the problem is there are so many good prospects matthew phillips leads the ahl in points like he's just amazing he's like a stud and daryl sutter like said something the other day about like more like i don't believe in like look at me stats i believe in show me stats and i'm like oh god that just means more old slow people what like, does that even mean? Like basically, what he's saying is like, I trust guys I know, not kids uh. that I'm here. Because like he came into like camp and he said something. Somebody asked him, well, you know, all the young kids with stats, you know, and you got these old plug guys. He goes, oh, that stuff's bullshit. I don't believe in any of that. I'm like, oh, you don't believe in young kids that are fast and good. Gotcha. All right, fantastic. How long is that contract extension you signed for? Because Matthew Phillips will be dead by the time you're gone to get in the NHL. Like it's just. Calgary's got talented kids down there. They've got like it's just like like the the now Wranglers, then Heat are just like every time I say Wranglers, I just picture like cheap jeans from Sears. I don't know. <laughs> exactly that I, was, went. <laughs> that, that I would have worn in like third grade. Like those leave life. Nah, they're Wranglers. Look at I can slide across broken glass and I don't rip. But anyway, um like there's so much talent down there. He's just adverse to like bringing it up and i wonder at some point like does um you know brad true living who's you know did a masterful job this summer with what he was dealt with you know two of his best players leaving does he eventually go uh hey daryl here's two 20 year olds that can skate and shoot let's see what they got you know i can't imagine matthew phillips yeah. would come up and do any worse than kevin rooney or brent ritchie or you know any of those guys they're plugging in at the bottom of the line but i don't know if it's ever gonna happen let me know how he is when he goes to Philadelphia, okay? <laughs> no, thank you. Um, <laughs> what do you think it would take? Like, do you think it would take like a giant skid, or is it like literally going to be every single person has to get injured, and the only way we're calling these kids up is if we need an, a warm body? I, yeah, and I even think that would be a stretch. Like, I literally <laughs> think they'd be they'd be like, all right, who's who's semi put together with tape? Yeah, we'll take that guy. Sure, yeah, Lanny McDonald. <laughs> you want to come back and play? Let's go. Come on. <laughs> You know, like I, I don't know what it would take. Maybe it would take the GM being like, "Hey, you have to play these kids and get them up there and get them moving." Like I know Rajitska's in the lineup because he's big, and that's what it is. Phillips is small. He doesn't like small guys. And I'm like, I don't know if you look around the league, but some of the best players in the league are small. Uh, are... Why can't? Why don't they notice that? I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense because they only had a small guy for what, like the last like 12 years who was awesome. I was going to say, Justin Goudreau, not large. No. Did you know he's from uh, just outside of uh, Philadelphia? Yeah, it's super weird that he didn't want to play here. Right. It's weird. I, I heard he's from New Jersey. I don't know. Yeah, and I heard he was short, too. Yeah, like, it was amazing. I just, I don't, I don't get it. I try not to think too much about it, because if I think a lot about it in my head. Um, that's like a solid life strategy, generally. Yeah. So I respect 100%. it. I try. Right. Let's hear these thoughts about the reverse retros. I want to hear them. Well, well, I'm looking at some of them, and I'm like, first off, I hate the Flames one. I think it's gross. Like, it's, I, I mean, I shouldn't say it's gross. I saw, like, people were posting them, like, in person wearing them, and I'm like, 
okay yeah i guess like i just calorie did such a great job they're wearing the greatest hockey uniform ever like i love the road red the home white uh, the home red I'm, I, I went back in a time warp when you used to wear you know white at home and dark color on the road back in the 80s um I like those and they got blasty like those though, you know, the flaming horse head that everybody loves to hate, which is the greatest logo of all time. It's very um, good. It is. It's awesome. But like the, these, some of these things, I'm like, I get, I get like bugged when like Vegas and Seattle participate in this. I'm like, okay, Seattle, not as the crack. And I mean, you had a hockey team in like, what was it? 1824. They had a hockey team in Seattle, like Vegas, you've been around for like a month. Like you don't deserve one. And then some of them, like, I think some of them missed the mark to go super cheesy. Like I made fun of the lightning one because it's ridiculous. But like, remember when ducks did like muscle duck, that duck like burst into yes. the wall, like the Kool-Aid man with those giant, do they, oh yeah. I'm like, whack, whack. You know, like they should have done that. Like just, you're going to do it. Just go straight full cheese. Like don't like, don't hold back. Like, you know, I think Dallas should have done that horrible. What is it? What do they call it? The the Eudorus, the, the oh, constellation. No. <laughs> it's like the worst logo ever. But I'm like, own it and go with it make it like mad like i don't know just some of them i'm just like like i thought the kings crushed it like i love the kings look i yeah. love the sharks the sharks going with the seals like that is just that's very good that's just classy and i'm so happy thankfully the carolina hurricanes must have listened to my thousand tweets yelling at them that they're not the hartford whalers and thankfully they didn't go with the whalers theme jersey because they're not the whalers and they don't deserve to wear those colors in so um yeah but yeah, I mean, I love the Bruins went with Pooh Bear. I love Pooh Bear. It looks better on a white jersey than the yellow one. But I also think that um, Bucktooth Giant Yellow Cat from Nashville could probably be putting mothballs and never taking out again because that thing is hideous. I do kind of wish that more teams that were around in the 90s just went, like, if you're going to do a retro jersey, mm-hmm. that's where you need to go. That was like yeah. the golden age of NHL jerseys. Oh, it was just so horrific. It was just so bad. But I will say this. Um, where was I going to go with this? I, I totally had a thought and I just, it just melted. It'll come back to me at some point. Um, yeah, like some of the teams, like I like, I mean, it's tough, like with the, the Canadians and in Toronto and the Red Wings, like they don't have anything because why would you change those uniforms? They're yeah. perfect, you know? Yeah. And you guys went with the slacks. I love it. Like, they're warm up because they're cow. The the Cooper Rolls are awesome. Are you kidding me? I think everybody should have a set of those for warm ups. They should. They should have. I mean, I feel like fabric technology has to have advanced since the yeah. 70s, such that the fabric can not be deadly slippy on the ice. Like, figure out a way to wear the right. Cooper all games. Or- You're playing a sport on ice. You shouldn't be wearing big padded shorts and tall socks. Like, what's that? Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I didn't uh-huh. I didn't actually realize that the reason the Cooper Rolls went away was that they were too slippery and people were sliding too much when they fell down, which is apparently why. But I, wearing them as blades, I feel like it has to be a way for that. Sorry, my Alexa was talking to me. That's okay. You know what would be even better instead hmm. of Cooper Rolls? Corduroys. So when they skate, you hear. Oh no! Like you're walking down the hallway in third grade. That would be awesome. Touch somebody, they get shocked. I bring back corduroys. Forget the Cooper Rolls. Anyway, that's my thoughts on reverse retros. And I know I hate to say it, I like the Oilers. They came out nice, the oil gear, but it's got different colors. I don't hate that one. I'm looking at the Calgary one now. I don't know why they did that thing at the bottom. Well, that's the pedestal is a jersey. Um, that sig- that signifies the dark ages in Calgary. That was the post-89 Stanley Cup. Uh, we're going to trade Doug Gilmore. We're going to 
trade Mike Vernon, all the people that won. We're going to Joe Neuendijk, I think Joe Otto, Theo uh, Flurry. Some of the guys wore it. Gary Roberts, they wore it for a couple of years and then they were dealt. And then the Dark Ages came. It was like the young guns. Calgary's like, we got the young guns. We got Rico Fata and young Jerome McGinley. And the Calgary was just so bad. Those like, like, I don't know why you would ever celebrate that era of uniform. They were yeah. not good, but I own one, so I can't really complain. But I own an original and it's better. Because yes. I'm old. I'm going to yell at a cloud now. You know? I mean, first of all, we're like the same age, so rude. Um, <laughs> I didn't call you old. I called me old. <laughs> it, I mean, the Flyers reverse retro is entirely black and white. So yeah. at least yours is interesting. Nothing will ever top the year the Penguins and Flyers played in the U.S. outdoor winter Hardee's, McDonald's, Dunkin' Donuts classic, whatever the hell it's called these days. In those jerseys, I think it was the first ones Adidas did where, like, you guys were like the black and just orange. It was just like, like the simple two color. It was so gross. Yeah. Yeah. But that's my fashion takes. I'm, I got hot fashion takes. They're probably would... better than my, they're probably better than my hockey takes. Hey, but you know what the Flames did do this year? And it made one of our, one of our podcast guys, Gordy, so happy. He's been not even beating the drum. He's been like throwing bricks through the windows at the Saddle Dome to make this happen. When Calgary switched to their, their red uniforms, they wore a red helmet with a black chin strap, which was just the most jarring, like it stood out. They went to white this year. I don't know why they didn't just go to red, but they switched it over to white. So that was like the big thing for the Flames this year. It wasn't Johnny Gaudreau being replaced by, you know, Nazim Kadri. It was, hey, they got a white chin strap. That looks better than black. I love yeah. that for you guys. You know, listen, we got to have something, you know. Can we remind so the... Yeah, go. Your podcast guy is called Gord. No, Gordy. Gordy. It's... We have a we call. Because he's one of the guys that podcast with us and he's for our website now we used to do a thing called gordy's corner at the end of our podcast he'd be like change the chin straps be like and that's gordy's corner you know? <laughs> <laughs> is he canadian like oh he's absolutely canadian he's from calgary could you imagine I'm the... a person named gord because i can't no i can't such a canadian name i think wasn't <laughs> wasn't gord the lead singer with the famous canadian band that everybody tragically, tragically hip yeah, yeah. I'm I'm into speed metal. I don't know anything about that stuff. I don't think there's any Canadian metal bands. Because I don't think you can sing about Satan and then say sorry. I was going to they're too soft to people. <laughs> exactly. Um, and now I just offended the entire country that I write for. All right, good for me. Yeah, I think I, I might be... Actually, no, Maddie. I was going to say, Maddie, you're, you're Maddie. Maddie of Broad Street Hockey. I think is the we're the only two uh, non-Canucks at our website, which is weird that a guy from... 30 minutes outside of Boston runs a website for a hockey team that's like 2,900 miles away from him. And a woman that lives in the suburbs of Philadelphia was dying to write about them as well. You're both. Yeah, we're both, we're both odd. And that's why Maddie's awesome. Oh, good. Yeah. Stop trying to steal her. Thanks. (laughs) Again, you want to write for the flyers or you want to write for the flame? We're going to go back to that's like being the best looking person at the ugly person contest. (laughs) Nobody wins in that matchup. It's, there's any more actual questions about this hockey game that i need to ask you for the people that are still listening to this podcast oh my god why would they not be listening this is like the most entertainment i've had all week i needed this thank you this yeah. is good <laughs> um yeah i think that's kind of it for calgary you know rajiska's probably the guy to look to look out for um you know, Calgary doesn't have a big, like, I mean, they have Luchula fight, but they don't have a big, like, you know, haymaking throwing guy anymore with, you know, the Branson gun. But, like, Zadorov got in a fight a couple of weeks, last week. 
excuse yeah. me, the week before. And I looked at it and I'm like, how is that guy taller than him? Like the door up on skates is like, I don't know, like nine feet tall. And the other guy, I'm like, what is he, 12 feet tall? Like it was huge. Like, I'm like, why are you fighting that guy, Z? Like you're the most snazzy dresser in there. He's honestly, his Instagram, follow him on Instagram. He has like the best suit combinations ever. Dude is like legit put together. It's awesome. And he's a giant Russian who like slams people into the board, scores a goal every now and then, sometimes forgets to play defense and gets yelled at, takes a bad penalty. But dude's fashion is out of control. I don't really he's know. Awesome. Mark Instagram, Mark. Hang on, just, just like, go on there and let, hey, whatever. He, he looks fancy. I'll let someone, someone has to put his picture on Twitter and then I'll look at it. There you go. The only so, social yeah. media I can deal with. Because, well, up until a couple weeks ago, it was the greatest social media site on the planet. It's so good. It's so I know. I, I love the Twitter machine. I do. It's like my favorite thing. You're going to have to drag me out. I'm not leaving. A hundred percent. I'll be here. I'll be here until like I'm the last one in there and like the cob, the tumbleweeds are blowing through, you know. It'll yeah, be me and you tweeting at each other. A hundred percent. You and Elon just hanging out. As long as, we, as long as we mention that everything we're saying is a parody, we'll be good to go. And we're going to get shut down now in three, two, one, go. So, yeah, I think that's, um, I think that's, yeah, yeah, that's good for Flames. Lindholm's getting hot. Um, Hubert O came back from injury, played well. Cadre's been awesome. Herzich was good. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I think it'll be a good game. I do. I think Cal- Calgary's kind of starting to round themselves out. I say that now, and they'll lose 15 to 2 tonight. So we can laugh at this. I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like this is like an oddly even matched game only because, like, I feel like you guys have more talent up front than us, like, yeah. which is like, you know, the lowest bar to clear. Um, <laughs> but. But uh, Carter Hart has been yeah. very good. So I feel like our goaltending versus your shitty goaltending and our shitty forwards versus your good forwards. Could be something there. So Could somehow be. they'll manage to tie like 0-0 or 15-15. to Like one of the two. Like it'll be one of those. God, I would fucking love it if it was 15-15. to Wouldn't that be fun? That'd be awesome. I think Sutter would be just dead on the bench. They'd be like, all right, bring the kids down. We finally killed them. I was <laughs> we gave up 15 goals. Uh, like, upon further reflection, that game would take forever. And, like, I'm not trying to stay up till 1130 on a Monday night watching a Flames-Flyers game. Are you just good at, like, trying to stay up on a Saturday no, at 130 to watch a Flyers-Flames-Jets game? Stop talking. <laughs> Is this game in Calgary? No. No, no. Calgary's on the road for six. So we're coming to Philly. I say we. I shouldn't say we. I don't play for the team. The Flames are coming to Philly. You can say that's a big that that that's a big uh, sports pet peeve of mine. Like when someone's like, "Yeah, we didn't play well today." I'm like, "No, you didn't play for the team." Like, like you're spiritually a part of them. More than something a part of them. Your your vibes contribute. I'm 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 committed. That's for sure. (laughs) I'm not sure if that's a good thing or not. Give me a final score prediction. Uh, let's see. They've been in like high scoring, kind of like back and forth games. I'll say uh, Calgary 5 4. Calgary 5 4. I'm going to yeah. say we're recording this so early, which makes it super fun because who the fuck knows what's going to happen in the next three days. I'm going to say Flyers 4 to 1. Wow. Okay. All right. Oh, God. Are you writing that down? No, no. Oh, I made God. a mental note. I saw that you had a pencil in your hand. I was like, fuck, someone's actually going to hold me to this nonsense. Yeah, Kelly says <laughs> Flyers 12, Flames negative three. Got it. All right, perfect. On it. 
<laughs> okay, fair enough. And let's see, and then we'll meet somewhere in the middle. They'll be like, it'll be one nothing. You know, we'll be both be way off. I hope it's better than that. Mark, where so. can people find you on the internet? Uh, let's see. They can find us at www.matchsticksand, gasoline.com. They can find the Matchsticks on Twitter at matchstickscgy. Uh, me, I think I'm at mparklax, L-A-X. I think that's my Twitter yeah, handle. Yeah, that's your Twitter handle. Can't Tell you, I, I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, I think that covered. It. I think the, the the Twitter and the uh the, the old web page. And we're on Facebook. You know, the the, the Facebook machine dot com backslash uh, matchsticks and gasoline. And you don't so. want to plug your OnlyFans? No. No, I don't want to do that because I don't know if it, my you know time. my ring light's a lot not as bright as it should be. You know, I don't want to. <laughs> you know, and I prefer to make my videos in the dark. And sadly, somebody's going to be out here frantically searching, like, oh my god, where is it? Where is it? Which is sad and so. It takes all kinds, Mark. It it does. It does. Hey, some people like getting kicked in the face by a horse, right? What's up with that? Oh yeah, you did want to talk about John Tortorella, didn't you? I do. I have so many Tortorella. Like, who is it? I don't know. I just got kicked in the face by a horse. What? Casually got kicked in the face by a horse. Apparently, (laughs) we got a little bit of clarity today. Not really kicked in the face so much as like. You know, like when a dog wants something from you and they kind of take their paw and they're like, hey, dickhead, give me a thing. Apparently yeah. horses do that, too. And I guess he was like brushing one horse and the other horse came along and like hit him because she wanted treats. I'm just trying to visualize the whole thing happening. I know. <laughs> I don't fully understand how you can get like a little light tap from a horse because they're very large but Steph Driver assured me Steph Driver noted horse girl um but no horsies can be very like I say horsies one of my four years old <laughs> yes yeah the horsies and the princesses are so pretty um no they can't be my mom had a horse when I was a kid so I'm very familiar with horses and it's just like yes but I'm like when he said I got kicked in the face by a horse I'm like I think you would not be here on the bench if a horse really kicked you in the face. I mean, it happened to the little girl in Christmas vacation and it uncrossed her eyes. So who knows? You know, I mean, that's true. Things happen. But yeah, by the way, his other night, his quote, the, the in-game, I don't know, it must have been between the first period and they asked him, they're like, so uh, what did you think? What would you like to change about that period? He's like, we suck. Mark, no. I was like, well. <laughs> it was, no, no, no. It was during the game while she was on the bench with the team. <laughs> Be honest, how long is this marriage between Tortorella and this team gonna last? Like he's got they both have to be regretting this decision at some point, right? Well, right now, um, we we as in fans, so like nobody that matters, um, are obsessed with him because he is saying out loud all of the things that we've been thinking in our head for a long time. Fair enough. And also, <laughs> like, you know, he likes puppy dogs and he's got a fun mm-hmm. accent. And seems like a nice guy. So right now we're like firmly in the honeymoon phase. I feel like he's definitely going to outlast Chuck Fletcher blissfully. Um, In my dreams, they just kind of make him like president, general manager, king, emperor, like grandmaster (laughs) of the Philadelphia Flyers. And he just runs the whole thing. I'm writing this down. So in two years, we can talk about this again. I've circled that. Okay, good. I think it's going to happen only because... Only because he seems to understand that Rasmus Ristolainen sucks. 
Yeah. Like at one point he said it out loud, which was very gratifying. Um, he's Unless you're Rastus Ristolana. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he'll be fine. He's making a lot of money. Um, uh-huh. He scratched him for a game. He moved him down to the third pair. It's kind of just like, okay, so at least someone in this organization can properly identify talent. Yeah, can assess talent. That's nice. It's good to have that. I mean, it's kind of important, you know. Yeah, one person that can do it. The general manager can't, so it's good that we have somebody mm-hmm. that can just, do it. My all-time favorite Tortorella, though, was him trying to fight Bob Hartley, which was awesome. Like, it, it, that's the, the greatest clip in the history of hockey. It's my favorite hockey game of all time, I think. My favorite hockey moment of all time. It's great. It's hard to top. It is. It's hard when Bob Hartley sends out the goons to beat up his, you know, soft Vancouver Canucks. <laughs> you know, and they get in that huge fight, and then he tries to go in the locker room to fight somebody. He's trying to go through Brian McGrath. And I'm like, do you have any idea what you're trying to do right now? <laughs> Brian McGrath. Like, really? Are you kidding me? Like, okay. And then Bob Hartley would have just fought him anyway. So I love Bob Hartley. Oh, when I when they were going to get Hartley would have oh, asked, to be honest with you. Oh, Hartley's awesome. I love Bob. I mean, they couldn't play defense under Bob Hartley, but man, could they score and fight teams. So I like those days. So yeah, Tortorella, I want to talk about, yeah, he's just, and I think that the second question in the interview, I think he repeated, we suck again. I was like, okay, we get it, dude. We suck. Cool. Like, okay. <laughs> way to boost morale there, bud. <laughs> so, I mean, how about, we didn't, we didn't play really well on the four check, you know, maybe, you know, our penalty kills a little off, you know, we need to take some more shots, but, you know, we'll try to pick it up in the next period. Now, like, we fucking blow. We're no. terrible. What do you think of the team so far? We suck. What do you want to see in the next period? Four check. Thank you. Yeah. Like, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sucking less. Like, it was like, God. It reminded me of that, that um, uh, who was the, the, the famous quote from the old Tampa Bay Buccaneers coach from, like, when they came into the league back in the 70s. And they asked him in a post game, they were like, what do you, what do you think about your team's execution today? And he's like, I'm all for it. Like, <laughs> like, like, like it's like, like Tortorella's. <laughs> suck like just goes right up in the quote hall of fame from a coach on like how your team plays like you're gonna be oh. seeing flyers fans retweeting that video for the next decade so oh, i think i watched it four or five times and i just smiled i laughed i'm like oh the chaos is beginning i love it the tortorella is starting to finally like crack oh you know not finally like he's already cracking it's like like Homer Simpson, he just slowly walks into the bush, you know, mid-season. Yeah. I have a feeling that he might be having a little bit of regret. Like, oh, 100%. I had a cushy media job. I was eating chicken parm on television. I was just fucking around with my dogs and my horses. And now I have to deal with these assholes every yep. single day. Yep. Now I have to say horrible things in the middle of a game about grown men that I'm supposed to be the leader of. Good times. It's good to see. I'm flyer. I, I know I write about the flames, but flyers Twitter is kind of like my favorite thing out there. It's just, it's so just, it's, I love to, I live vicarious through, vicariously through you, Maddie and Steph. It's just, it's the best. It really is. Twitter it's, is it's, very good. Um, sends, sends Twitter is very good. I don't know if you've cracked into any senators Twitter. They're pretty good. Uh, yeah. I know they were very cocky for a little bit because they were excited about how good they were going to be. I so. thought they were going to be good. Yeah. They're not good at all. No. And I hate Oilers Twitter. Oilers Twitter for me is like Buffalo Bills Twitter. It's just insufferable. Oilers Twitter is the worst. Canucks Twitter, not great either. No. At least Twitter, Canucks Twitter knows they're bad. That's true. You know. Yeah, Leafs Twitter, they think so. they win the cup every year. Yeah, they're just kind of annoying only because like 
either everything is on fire or they're the greatest hockey team that's ever existed. Nothing in between. And then also, for some reason, a lot of tweets about the mayor of Toronto. I don't really need to know about him, but he was like he was like the cocaine guy, right, or something, or the heroin guy, or the that's the uh, that was the old mayor. Oh, okay. Apparently. This guy was probably like saving puppies and you know inventing cures for diseases. I'm like, yeah, the Toronto mayor, he's that cokehead, right? No, I think he's worse. <laughs> he's like, uh, I don't know, like eliminating trash cans. I know way too much about Toronto politics because I follow Leafs people. It's kind of annoying, actually. I, I kind of feel like that too. Like I have to write about the arena deal in Calgary every now and then. I'm like, I don't even live there. I don't care about your taxes. I really don't. Wait, have I you been care. to the Saddle Dome yet? No, I haven't. I was supposed to go last year, and then the COVID shutdown happened. They're not, not shut down, but how the NHL like backed fan capacity down to like fifty percent. I'm like, I am not flying all the way to the Arctic Circle, which is really not. It's just above Montana. But I'm from Massachusetts in America, so everything is cold that's north of us. Um, I, I just like I'm not going all the way out there, and you know, good thing I didn't. So yeah, I haven't gone yet. I do want to go to the Saddle Dome. We I've should seen... go. Let's do road trip. Let's go. I'm dying to go to the Saddle Dome. It's the only old building left. I'm in. I know. And it looks like an old building. I mean, it floods. Like, all kinds of good things happen. That's the it. good shit. Is, it, yeah. is this the last year or do we have next year? No, they haven't even broke ground. They're, re-talk, they're restarting the talks in Calgary. About this. How so they probably have it. There's probably at least another, like, I don't know, 20 years before they build a new arena. So I wouldn't worry about it. Plenty of time, plenty of time. But yes, I love the idea. Road trip, let's go. That'll be fun. But it's like super easy to get a ticket to a Battle of Alberta game, right? Like that shouldn't be hard. Oh yeah, no, but no. You want to go to a you want to go to a good fun game, like um, I don't know, like Flames uh, Predators game. Nobody cares about. <laughs> it's, it's very easy to get. To. I think when I went out, when I was supposed to go out there, I was supposed to go see Vegas and sorry, say it like Canadian Vegas. And um, Ottawa. Those are the two teams I was supposed to see. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I'm a big fan of. I don't really care who they play. I want to see them play a team that they have a chance of defeating and winning. So you know, I'm like, well, okay, so because you care if they win. I, on the other yeah. hand, don't give a shit. I just yeah. want to see a good hockey game. <laughs> You're just going out there for dome beer and popcorn and pocket dogs. I like an old hockey building. I don't know. What, I don't know what to tell you. I like. There aren't it. any left. Was it the Bruins Flames game? Those are the Bruins Flames game. I'm like, everything is so bougie here. Like, you know, I didn't go last year because work I couldn't get the night off. And the year before, they didn't come out here because they were doing the, you know, COVID all in one country thing, I think, mm-hmm. that year. Yeah. So I hadn't been to a game in two years. And I'm like, the seats all have cushions in them. There's like, there's an absolute bar next to me. Like, canned beer is $18 a piece. Where, what happened? Where am I? Like, it's very. <laughs> am I in the future? Yeah. I want I like know, a so. shitty, half broken seat. I want there to be some puddles on the concourse. I want well, the roof definitely leaks at the saddle dome, so you got that going. Outstanding. So you have that. It'll be so. like the spectrum. It'll be like you know, yeah, like, the old time. like the old, yeah, like the old Boston Garden when it was humid in the spring. You couldn't play games because the ice would melt and fog up. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. Great. It's, it's great on- what you need. Well, if it's on your to-do list and bucket list, I mean, I say road trip, but you know, it's not in a car because I'm not driving to Calgary. No, it's yeah. too far. Yeah, it's, yeah, you can drive, but I'll I'll meet you there. Uh, no, 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 no. My, my, my extent of driving was like, I think talking with you and Steph and being like, I think I'll come to Philadelphia for a game, much like you. I don't care who they play. I'm like, I can do Philly. That's like four and a half, five hours. That's an easy enough ride. I can do that. Dude, you can That's just the... get on the train. No, Mark, I, mean, I can drive. I like driving. I'm weird. Okay. I like, a, I, like a good, I like a good country drive down 95. 
I was going to say, it's like just like such a delightful drive too. You get to go through Connecticut. Just the Connecticut. best. Oh, yeah, we're going to have that. Connecticut's like the worst state ever. Because it's the longest. It's the longest state for a small state. I was just going to say, for some reason, three quarters of the drive to Boston is through Connecticut. I don't right, understand the go, physics of it. It's corner to corner. It makes no sense. It's not a huge state, but it takes forever to get through. And also, there's always traffic. Yeah, and if you go like the way I go, like my wife, we sometimes, she went to Seton Hall, so we'd go to like Jersey a lot. And like, sometimes it's the Merritt Parkway and like that road, if there's an accident on it, the world closes for like an hour and a half. It's just like, oh, I hate Connecticut. Connecticut's bad. I don't know why anyone lives there. I don't know. Like, in New England doesn't want it. New York doesn't want it. No. Can make, it a, make it its own country. Unless they bring the whalers back, then we'll keep Hartford here because we love the whalers. Mm, fair enough. And by here, I mean in this, this shell of a human. Good compromise. So, awesome. All right, well, let's plan a, let's, we, we're going to plan a road trip to the frozen tundra. We're doing it. That'll we be fun. That'll go be up like February or something, too, to make it, like, extra. Like, really get the full experience. A hundred percent, a full-on, you know, maybe it'll be a Chinook, whatever that is. I, I, I need like, to know precisely why no NHL hockey player wants to live there. Yeah, because yeah, you're going yeah, to walk out of the hotel room and your face is going to break. And then you're like, I understand now, I get it. I'm going to tell you what, I was once in Saskatoon in February. And when you walked out of the house, your eyelashes and all of the boogers in your nose instantly froze. And mm -hmm. it was kind of the coolest thing ever i went to i went to college in northern vermont uh 40 minutes from the canadian border and i looked out my window one day and the thermometer in my window said negative 40 so i stayed in that day i didn't like cold cold is no good that's uh, a little bit cold cold is no bueno it's as fine. the french would say just better Wait, no, that's not right <laughs> all right i think i think I think I think we covered everything. We we planned a road trip. Uh, we talked about Tortorella. We talked fashion. I think we talked hockey in there at some point. So it's good. I think we covered everything. Hour, if you ask me. A hundred percent. All right. Good times, and we get to do it again. Like, and God knows whenever they play again. I don't know. You you had to tell me that this game was happening, so you'll probably have to tell me about the next one. <laughs> I have to. It's my favorite. My favorite podcast days. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this, Mark. I really appreciate it. Yay! Thanks for having me on. Good to chat. Right. Hope everyone enjoys the game. Go Flyers. Go Flames. Bye. Hello, friends. When my favorite Checking Out the Competition partner asks me to leave in the pre-show outtakes, I'm going to leave in the pre-show outtakes. So, please to enjoy the pre-show outtakes. Bye. Fine, I like it. <laughs> it's good. It's French. It's good. It's good. Yeah. That's not French. That's not French. That sounded like Alabama in French. It's good. Okay. This is going to be a great intro to this podcast. It's going to be awesome. Like people already think I'm an idiot. It's only going to get better. I'm really glad I already hit record. <laughs> I am too. I love I love pre-take outtakes. They're the bestest. They're the best. Mm-hmm. All right, hold on. Let me get this cat off of me. Watch out, bud. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Okay. You don't do video, right? You only do audio because I'm kind of yeah. I'm kind of crooked and it's kind of bothering me. Like I want to lean this way to even it out. That made you more crooked. Just FYI. You got to go the other way. <laughs> Unless you're and just crooked on your computer. Probably isn't. Like, you know. That, 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 I totally disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> this is off to a great start. This is why I was so excited to do this today. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> How you been? Oh, just fantastic. I'm living the dream. <sighs> Did you murder anything today?
No, I didn't go this morning. I was going to go, but I was falling asleep on the way home. So I was like, I think I'm just going to go sleep in my bed instead of sitting in a tree. Yeah. Just... Sounds like a great choice. It did. It sounded like a better idea today, which means it was probably 15 deer sitting in front of my tree stand. Being like, oh, oh, I'm enjoy it. <laughs> Where's that I like how I looked. I like how I looked up like I was the deer. Well, I mean, you were you were doing the deer, so. Exactly. I was, in, I was what was that? I was I was in character. You know? Yeah. I'm a method. I'm a method actor. Okay. Or um, I don't know a goddamn thing about the Calgary Flames, so this is going to be a great podcast. That makes two of us. It's perfect. Awesome. I'm loving it. You guys still have Johnny Gaudreau? No? Okay. No, he went to some like weird state with a town that nobody knows has hockey. It was weird. How fucking annoying is it that I busted your balls all summer long about Johnny Gaudreau? leaving the flames yeah then he went uh, along yeah. and the flyers were like we no we're serious we don't have any money we can't we don't we, we can't we're done no it's not happening no worse johnny's, than they said they don't want him they were like right? no we're good, we're good. johnny's like you know where, you know what sounds like a fun place columbus we're like i'm sorry where is that again <laughs> where's the, where's the, where's ohio they have hockey in ohio what <laughs> okay that seems sketchy but whatever dude you knock yourself out in columbus one of the uh a, a, to, a top 200 city in the United States. Good luck. Have fun. Feels generous. <laughs> it does. It does. Top 200 feel, feels generous. I thought you meant by calling it a city, but whatever. Well, well either way. <laughs> <laughs> and Ohio hates me in three, two, one. No one from Ohio. What? Wait. No, don't say that because you're going to have that one Ohio listener that's going to be Someone like, from Ohio <laughs> definitely listens to this podcast. At least one person. Probably Johnny Goodrow. Probably. And he's, he's sitting there going, I know. Why did I take this? Why did I come to Columbus again? He's <sighs> cursing the, the name of Chuck Fletcher. But... Yeah, so no, they don't have Johnny anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you have that other guy, so that's good. We'll talk about it. Okay. I that's guess I'll do it. I guess I'll do an intro so I don't keep you here all night. Oh, that should have been part of the podcast. Keep it in. We'll just it's just cold. We we roll raw. Let's go. Well, I do a cold open, so I'm going to use some of this. Okay, good. Awesome. Who can say what, though? I don't know. Hopefully, will it's the part where my phone falls down. I was going to say, will be... it be you knocking the phone over? <laughs> will it be think... you making fun of the entire state of Ohio? Will it be the deer impression? I don't know. I think you keep it all in. It's all. It's going to be better than anything I'm going to tell you about the flame, so all good. I, I might keep it all in, then. <laughs> Why not? Well, it was great to talk to you. Good luck on Monday. Who's going to stop? Nobody. I would applaud it, truth be told. Absolutely. I think your I think your listeners need that type of content because they don't care about my Flames takes. They like my takes on Pete Peters and food and all the other weird stuff we talk about. It's better than the hockey, to be honest with you. <laughs> I agree. The hockey's very boring. It is. Sad. Okay. Is your team better than my team? Psych <sighs> it. They both started out really hot. Actually, they're uh, kind of about the same. Oh, wait. Are they exactly the same? Calgary is what? Seven, six, and two, I think. You're seven, six, and two or seven, six, and three. Twinsies. Yay. Twinsies in Suckville. It's awesome. <laughs> but I got a bunch of Tortorella stuff we have to get into just because I want to talk about it later. But I have so many questions. Oh, God, so yeah. many fun things. I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Now I'm for real. I'm for real going to do an intro, even if I do leave all of this in. 
I feel that <laughs> the effort is necessary to mark the beginning of the serious and very professional hockey conversation that I would, we're I would, ex- have. I would expect nothing less. Yeah, I'm a professional, Mark. <laughs> Speaking of, did I put my phone on silent? Yes. Okay. Oh, I didn't do that either, but keep going. Yes, talk. Good call. Keep going. I'm here. <laughs> gotta put Wait, it on do not again. Yeah, my do not disturb. Go on exactly. All right, and hey, then now it's officially. I've dropped a phone. I forgot to do something. Hi, I'm back. Let's roll. Oh, I thought I was gonna say you were frozen there for a second. I didn't know that you guys, the green check people or the green bubble people, also got um do not disturb. That's nice that they give that to you. Yeah, I love that. The green bubble's my favorite. Is it? It is. I love my green bubble. I I, I have a I have a dot 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 to work, and I just don't like it. No. I've always I've always been an Android guy. I guess that's fine. Yeah, it makes me happy. One of the few things. There has to be something wrong with you, right? Oh, there's a million things wrong with me, but Android's not one of them. There's a lot of other. There's a lot of other bigger problems. <laughs> I'm putting that one at the top. <laughs> oh, fair enough. I'll fight you. On that. Flame, fl- flames, dolphins, cubs, and Android. I am four for four. I'm batting a thousand. Fantastic. Cubs. Yeah, I made a lot of bad choices around the age of like 13. Uh, who among us, though? Yeah, you know. And then sometimes you just keep making them. What an eclectic mix of teams. I know, for a kid from Massachusetts. Yeah. We can get into that, too, if you want to. It's fun. I think past Mark was like, you know what? I never want to see one of my favorite teams play a game ever. 100%. Or win anything, nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, same. but I had 2016. I got that going for me. In 1989. All right, I can't talk about this anymore. It's depressing. We can get into that later, if you would like. Okay. All right, now I'm de- I'm actually done <laughs> starting the podcast. I'm but I'm going to do it like this so you have to look at the ring light like they're my actual eyeball. Do you have a ring light? I do to light up because we sometimes do video and I just feel weird that I have a ring light when I ordered it. I'm like, I feel dirty and gross. Like nothing good happens with a ring light. <laughs> you like make TikToks? You dance? No, it's for my OnlyFans page. But the point is, okay. I, no, I, I got it for Pug. I got it to light up this. Look at this. Look at it. I mean, it's. Look, it's beautiful. I need to light this for a podcast. Everybody needs to see it. You are well lit. That's true. Yeah. And for an OnlyFans, you want you want the lighting to be good. Yeah. You if I did that, they pay for. Listen, if I had that, you would want no lights. Roll the open. <laughs> 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 oh, 